back with another edition of the Quick Hitter Roundup Podcast. And this episode is for the week ending Friday, September 17th, 2021. I'm Walter Johnson. So, uh, lots of big wins, especially among teams here in uh, Albany and Darty County, Georgia. And, and also one of the top teams in uh, Class AA loses for the first time and got a, a team in 6A remains undefeated and another AA team picks up a win over a Class 4A squad all that and a whole lot more so there's not, as always, there's not much time to waste so let's get started and the Darty Trojans speaking of remaining undefeated uh, got a big win on the road more on that in a moment but starting on starting on Thursday night Thursday September 16th at Hume Stadium in Albany it was the Westover Patriots picking up their first ever win under first year head coach Adam Miller and the Patriots knocked off the early county Bobcats in a seesaw battle, 30 to 27, the final score. And Westover trailed 27 to 22 late, and but scored a touchdown and then made the two-point conversion for a 30 to 27 lead. And early county had one last chance to at least force overtime, but were unable to score again. Final score once again, Westover 30, Westover 27, and Westover goes to 1-2 and two on the season, where Early County falls to 2-2, two and two. and some uh, in the, the Friday action, Friday, September 17th, and the Darty Trojans, as mentioned earlier, improved to 4-0 for the first time in program history as they travel to Ashburn, Georgia to take on the Turner County Titans. And it was Darty winning 52-23 over the Turner County Titans. And Darty goes to 4-0 on the season. And Darty will have a bye next week as does Westover. And both teams will open Region 1-4A play at Humil Stadium on Friday, October 1st. I mean, should be a good game. Darty against uh, Westover. So, pretty stringent t- test for both teams. And the Friday night game at Humil Stadium at the Monroe Tornadoes. Playing host to the Northeast Raiders out of Macon, Georgia. And Darty handed Northeast its first loss. And a low-scoring 10-7 uh, defensive struggle. And Darty took down Northeast on the last second field goal. And uh, this week, however, it was Northeast uh, coming to Albany to face the Tornadoes. And uh, Northeast made sure they didn't lose for a second straight week to a team from Albany. And it was Northeast wing over Monroe 27-6. In Leesburg, the Lee County Trojans ran their record to 5-0 with a 64-14 win over Lithia Springs 
or Lithia Springs, Georgia, in Douglas County, just west of Atlanta. Lee County goes to 5-0 on the season, while in Middle Georgia, the Warner Robins Stevens, the defending Class 5A state champions, cruise to a 49-9 win over another one of their arch rivals in the Houston County Bears, and the wins by both Lee County and Warner Robins set up that big matchup in Warner Robins next week, so it should be a good game. And there's a good possibility that Lee County could enter that game. Ranked number one in Class 6A. That was because the defending Class 6A state champion, Buford Wolves, who uh, defeated Lee County in overtime to win the 6A championship. So for their first loss of the season at home, losing to Chaminade Madonna from Hollywood, Florida. All score 7 to nothing. And obviously a lot of defense in that game. In the end, see like Shamanah Madonna held Buford off that scoreboard big time. But as for Lee County, we're at Lee County. It was uh, the win over Lithia Springs third time this year. That Lee County scored at least 60 points in victory. And so Lee County, once again Lee County 64, Lithia Springs. 14 and another ratchet within the Southwest Georgia Network coverage area. The Fitzgerald Purple Hurricanes, last year's state runners up in class double uh, A, and uh, handed uh, Cairo its second loss of the season. The Serve Makers had already lost to Thomasville in their season opener on September 3rd, and the Serve Makers. Had a 20-1-0 lead, but Thomasville scored 2,600 points. And Cairo came off a 21-6 win over Escambia, Florida the previous week. And once again, for the second time in as many tries, the Sermakers were not even able to come away with a victory over a Region 1AA opponent. First it was Thomasville, now it's Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald wins 29 to 13. And another region 1-4A team also struggled as the Bainbridge Bearcats fell to the Ware County Gators out of Waycross, Georgia in Region 1-5A, 42-15. So Bainbridge falls to 1-3 with their only win coming in a forfeit over Valdosta and the Crisp County Cougars also got their first win under their new head coach in Miguel Patrick and it was the Cougars pitching a shout out over the Jackson Jackson Red Devils from Jackson, Georgia well score 27 to nothing Crisp County and uh, always the first win for the Cougars this season and or even their first in their Head coach Miguel Patrick. It was also the Region 2 AAA opener for the Cougars. And uh, obviously, and this is a this is a game that uh, Chris County really needed, really and truly needed. And looking through some some of the other scores from the other games, 
the Thomasville Bulldogs traveled north to Watkinsville, Georgia to face Oconee County, one of the top teams in all class AAA, and the Bulldogs suffered their first loss of the season, falling to Oconee County 20-6, 20-6 Oconee County over Thomasville, also Berrien winning easily over Atkinson County 57-6, and Berrien's second win of the season. And uh, another Region 1AA team, the Cook Hornets from Adel, Georgia. Cruz pass Randolph Clay 37-6. And single-A action, Lanier County, a 48-14 winner over Bacon Charter. And the Pelham Hornets snap a two-game losing streak. after, And Hornets started off 2-0 with wins over Mitchell County and Early County. But lost back-to-back games. But I lost back-to-back games to Cook and to Clinch County. And it was the Hornets escaping with an 18-13 win over Toombs County from Lyons, Georgia. So Pelham goes to 3-2 overall and 1-0 in, as well as 1-0 well, well in Region 1 single like public. And Pelham's only winning within the region was against Mitchell County. And speaking of those Eagles, and they were shut out by the Brooks County Trojans, 43 to nothing. And then Tifton, the Tiff County Blue Devils capped off a good week for Region 17A as they knocked off defending two-time single-A public champion Irwin County. 16-14 and to Colquitt County crushed Cedar Grove final score 55, I mean correction is correction is Colquitt County over Heritage of Conyers, Georgia 55 to nothing in the Heritage, one of the main schools in the Metro Atlanta area 55 to nothing, Colquitt County crushes Conyers to go to 4-1 in the season Tiff County is 4-1 as well and also had Candom County going to bouncing back from their first loss of the season at Marietta and the Wildcats out of Kingsland, Georgia picked up the win over Oakley, Florida and and final score 50 to 50 to 6, Camden County over Oakley, Florida, and Lowndes at 2 and 2 overall after losing to Lee County last week. Had this week off, and the and the Vikings will face their the rivals if I lost the Wildcats in the Wintersville Classic next week, and it should be quite the interesting matchup in this rivalry between. These are two uh, long-time foes. And to wrap things up for this week's episode of the Quick Hitter Wrap-Up Podcast and in the GHSA versus GISA matchup in Folkestone, Georgia, it was Charlton County. The GHSA team from Region 2 Single-A Public outlasting the Tift Area Panthers from Tift County in the town Chula, Georgia in the GISA. I'll score Charlton County 28, Tift Area 14, 
and it was the Deerfield Windsor Knights from Albany taking it on the chin, being shut out by Savannah Christian, 42 to nothing. And the Knights have next week off and return to action at home against another team from Savannah in Savannah Country Day. And that's going to wrap up this edition of the Quick Hitter Roundup podcast. I'm Walter Johnson. Quick reminder, you can follow the Southwest Georgia Network on Twitter at SWJ Network. And the Southwest Georgia Network website is online at southwestgeorgianetwork.com. And you can listen to this podcast exclusively at anchor.fm forward slash SWJ Network. That's anchor.fm forward slash SWJ Network. Once again, anchor.fm forward slash SWGA Network. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Stay safe. God bless you and goodbye.